and welcome to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a podcast with me, Brittany Duncan, a millennial homemaker. Join me each week as I share all the things I've learned that make keeping your home, garden, and life running smoothly all while working. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app so you get the episodes downloaded straight to you every Monday. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Untraditionally Traditional, a Millennial Homemaker. This is your host, Brittany Duncan, and today I want to talk about finding your hack. Little time savers, energy savers, money savers, tips and tricks that make homemaking not only possible, but enjoyable. There are some schools of thought around the term hack. I often hear that there is no such thing as a hack. Something is being taken for something else to be given. And there's some truth to that. But giving something to gain another thing isn't always a bad thing. For example, one of the hacks that I lean into full force is online grocery shopping deliveries. I am giving up money for using this hack and there's a cost for convenience right on last Friday's episode when we're talking about food and convenience I said that fast food comes with a cost the cost is health you know the nutritional benefits in order to have that convenience of quick and easy food that comes out of a box box or a package right but in this scenario the fees have to do with someone else grocery shopping for me and delivering it to my doorstep that's the cost money but devil's advocate in me says that the money is well spent because my time is worth more than the service fees I'm paying for that convenience Additionally, I know if I submit a grocery list to an online shopper, nothing is getting added to my cart that wasn't on the list. And this actually saves me money. Call it what you want. Maybe it's homemaker math. But at the end of the day, it allows me to get done what needs to be done. I put homemade meals on the table with a little help from my friends, friends being the instant cart shoppers. Um... But I really do feel like you, I save money. You know, I'm not walking down the aisles being tempted by, you know, the sweet treats or, you know, sales on something that I don't really need. Um, you know, I have my list. It comes. I can be working on other projects while someone else is shopping. Um, for me, that makes sense. Along that same vein is subscription delivery. And I love this as a homemaker. Um my advice, anything you can automate, I highly recommend doing. Uh, we're As homemakers, we're so often regarded as excellent multitaskers and organized individuals. Multitasking and the work we do as homemakers requires a lot of mental capacity to remember all the things that need to be done and when they need to be done and how we need to do them. It's a lot to have going on, plus like working a job and if you have children, caring for them and all those tasks and things that need to be remembered. So the things that are like relatively simple that you just need to remember to order, automate. Um, I have lots of things set up through subscriptions, but some that you might find helpful are things like getting your prescription renewals automated at the pharmacy. For me, I don't have to think about it until I get a text saying it's ready for pickup. 
Uh, same with my vitamins and supplements. Um, I get those through Amazon. I have them set up for like a 30, 60, or 90 day delivery, depending on the particular uh, vitamin, and they only come when I need them. Also, Sage's pet medications, you know, uh, heartworm and um, I think the other one's like flea and tick. Those come on their schedule. Sage's dog food so that we're not scooping out the last couple scoops of dog food and going, oh, shoot, we need to go to Petco or PetSmart to get the food. It just comes to our doorstep and, you know, we don't have to think about it. Shampoo, beauty products, things you use on a regular basis that you, you know, and part of this is like taking note. It'll probably take you a couple months to like figure out the right schedule for things. Um, you know, because you might think like, oh, I need my shampoo every two months, but maybe you're actually getting three months out of it or vice versa, like a month and a half and you you need it. So all about those automations whenever you can. Uh, Another hack that I think is important in homemaking is batching or bulk tasking. Um, For example, medicines. I use those seven-day pill sorters, and I have two of them. So I take the time to refill my vitamins and supplements and medication. I'm doing it once, doing it right, and I'm doing it so that I don't have to think about it again for another two weeks. This not only keeps me on track taking the vitamins that I want to be taking every night, Um, but it also just saves me time in the long run. I have found that when I don't use these pill sorters and I'm tired at night, I will just take the like couple pills that I know I need to take and I don't feel like opening all the bottles for the rest of them. So having those pill sorters helps me to keep on that regimen and um, stay, stay with it. The theme with a hack in homemaking is to save on something. Is it time? Is it mental energy? Is it money? When you look for hacks to lighten your load, first you have to decide what you're wanting to accomplish. For example, if your goal is to save money, opting into a delivery service might go against the big picture goal. Maybe your hack is to order in bulk from Costco and use a food saver to package typical grocery-sized quantities of that larger order. With everything we do in life, there's give-take. Um, say with our, our Costco example, you are giving mental energy to figuring out what the item is that you need, how much of the item, how to plan to package it and store it, and ultimately what that cost savings is going to be. You're giving time because there's a lot of work that goes into breaking down and storing food. And this is where the scale of homemaking hacks comes into play. How much is your time worth? How much is your energy worth? It may be worth paying a grocery service fee if you want to make money working during that hour that it would take you to grocery shop. You know, that's my boat. I have a lot of things that I need to get done. For me, it's more productive to pay the fee and have somebody else um, gather the groceries for me than it is for me to drive to the store and, and do it myself. Um, but maybe it's also that you want to spend those hours after work with your family rather than grocery shopping. That's totally fair too. So you need, I'd say with like any of these hacks, figure out what your drivers are. In this modern world we're in, there's so much thrown at us all the time. 
uh, do this because it saves time, do this because it's cheaper, do this XYZ because I said so. If you opt into every hack you see on Instagram or read about or hear from a podcast just like this one without having your intentions and ultimate goal laid out, it's a recipe for disappointment and likely overwhelm. But once you have your goal laid out, it's a lot easier to find hacks that will be helpful to you. For example, one of um, Johnson and my goals is to eat high quality local meat and produce whenever we can. Another goal I have is to save money where possible. The hack for us, which may not come across as a hack to others, was to buy a stand-up freezer and buy large quantities of meat locally. Price per pound, you end up ahead of the game rather than buying smaller quantities, say from the farmer's market or local co-op if you're wanting that like high quality meat. Uh, but before you dive into a new system, it's important to run those numbers. Um, big picture, buying half a cattle meat share can seem very expensive and not at all like a hack. But once you run the numbers and really think about it and dive into it, the time I save not going to the grocery store for meat and the money I save being well stocked and not paying high grocery store prices for the quality of meat we desire, it points to this being a great solution. Um, also, just morally, I, I love it. I get to support local farmers and, um, you know, it, it goes with the values that Johnson and I have. But those things aside, financially, it makes sense. Um, that is time well spent to figure out. So I wanted to just share a couple hacks in each category. And I invite you to dive deeper um, into them for your specific goal. I'll start with time-saving hacks because that is where a lot of mine tend to fall. I find the category that I'm often searching for solutions is like, how, how do I create more time? And, you know, you cannot add more hours, minutes, seconds per day, but you can be more efficient with your time. So I'm always looking for time-saving hacks. If you have any, please uh, shoot me a message on Instagram at untraditionallytraditionalpod um, because I... I'm always open. I'm all ears for any any hacks that save time. Okay, but we talked about opting into online grocery services like Instant Cart, um, which, by the way, they don't only deliver from grocery stores, but also pharmacies and craft stores and even hardware stores, depending on your location. I just shared on Instagram the other day that through Instant Cart, I was able to order from Lowe's and I got... Um, 10 bags of compost delivered to my doorstep. They're one of my preferred brands, um, locally made and packaged here in Idaho. It's called, uh, what is it called? Cowgirl Compost. Um, and so I was able to order that through Instant Cart. And so that was a big time saver. I didn't have to drive to Lowe's and also, you know, throw my back lifting all these bags of soil. They came straight to my doorstep. Um, so check that out and see if it's worth uh, the subscription for you. Uh, another one is to opt into a daily cleaning schedule. Um, one of the first episodes I recorded on this podcast was about uh, creating a cleaning schedule. Uh, the one that I use, I spend about 15 to 30 minutes a day cleaning and that's it. It saves me time in the long run and gives me a mostly clean home every day. So um, I'll link that episode in the show notes if you are interested in what that, you know, cleaning schedule looks like. 
Um, but it's, it's time saving. There was a long period of time that I was spending two to three hours on Saturday morning cleaning our house and something had to give. And so this has worked great for us the last, gosh, couple years I've been doing it now and I, I love it. Uh, moving on to money saving, um, bulk grocery shopping is a, a hack, um, and consider with that, like, learning how to can, getting a vacuum sealer, a dehydrator, um, so you can take advantage of those produce sales. Um, if you have the storage in your house, that would be one of those things that you need to consider and, you know, kind of work into your equation of whether or not the bulk shopping makes sense for you. But if you do have um, storage solutions as well as ways to preserve that food, you can save a lot of money as well as get... Uh, seasonal produce when it's at its highest nutritional point um, you can get it locally and then um, preserve it so that you can use it year-round so lots of great things there another one um, I touched on earlier but is those meat shares y'all know I love buying our meat in bulk from Vista Farms here in Idaho Uh, and exciting news they just um they are just launching their pork share. So I'm excited to shortly not only have their amazing beef stocked, but also great quality pork as well. And I don't have to think about um, what meat I'm going to need for the week. I just open up my freezer and it's all right there. So I love being able to quote grocery shop from within our house. So we don't have a ton of storage space, but the space that we do have, I try to keep um, you know, onions, storage varieties of squash, shallots, um, garlic, all sorts of things so that I, potatoes, beets, carrots, those kind of things that store well through winter, um, we got so that more or less I can grocery shop in our house, um, except for, you know, seasonal thing or not seasonal things that you, you want to have in like berries or that kind of thing. Uh, last category I'll talk about is energy saving. So bulk tasking, uh, I recorded an episode about what I call the 4X or 4 times rule, which is a rule I like to follow, particularly in the kitchen to save time and energy. I'll link that episode too, but essentially what it is, is anytime you're doing a task, you are doing it with the next four times you're going to complete that task in mind to make it simpler. So, um... The, the pill sorting is kind of like a bulk task. Like I spend the time to open up the what feels like a million vitamin and supplement bottles and I take them and I put them all in the little sorter. And now for the next two weeks when I need to take my vitamins, it's good to go. Um, easy peasy. I know which ones I need to um, stock up on. I made that schedule and now it's all automated through the instant uh, or not instant cart through Amazon subscription. So that can be really helpful. Um, another energy saving hack that I found is scheduling blank time. Blocking out your calendar for chunks of time is critical to those that need to protect their energy. And I'm one of those kind of people. I feel like I have a lot of energy. I pack a lot in, but I do have to have some kind of, of balance, particularly when it comes to my social energy Um and, and that can be through work or outside of work. So for uh, my job, my, you know, nine to five, I limit my meeting slots at work. I put a 
max number of social events that we Johnson and I participate in in a week or month and there's times that like Johnson will go to something and I won't and that's just to protect my um, mental energy and something with that like if you you know have like FOMO or fear of missing out remember that it's always easier to fill time on your calendar than it is to free it up Um, you can ask a friend for an impromptu coffee or dinner date um, if you, you know, left that blank space and then all of a sudden you're feeling like, huh, I would like to do something social. I'd love to get together with a friend. But it is a lot harder to scrounge up energy when you're depleted. Um, I find that so difficult. So I like to have those blank spaces and fill them kind of impromptu. I mean, obviously I schedule things, but I, I limit it. If I don't look at my calendar as a whole and I've gotten to this bad habit um, where I'll just look at the particular day someone is asking me to do something and be like, oh yeah, I'm free that night. And before you know it, you have something every single night of the week. That's not ideal. So I'd say like, look at your schedule, big picture, schedule that blank time, block out your calendar, um, and then make sure that you're fitting in time for different categories of your energy so some of it might be like physical fitness some of it might be like downtime just pure relaxation zoning out Um, you might have creative time that's an important thing for me is uh, my gardening time or um, I call it like putzing around the house where I'll just you know take a corner of the house and kind of zhuzh it up with um, you know maybe moving some Uh, things that are on a side table or just decorating it a little bit differently that having those like creative spaces is really important for me Um, and then like your social time your work time just block those kind of calendars and start paying attention to what brings me to feeling overwhelmed is it if I don't have enough like quote alone time what do I like to do in that alone time like I found that for me I have to have that creative time. If nothing else, like that is the most important thing to me where I I can tell as soon as I'm starting to get, um, you know, kind of overwhelmed and exhausted. If I look back on my calendar, like sure enough, it's that I have done like nothing creative in the past like several weeks. So once you recognize those things, it's a lot easier to protect yourself. So I hope this is helpful. Um, Let me know what some of your hacks are. I'd be happy to share them on Instagram so that other people can benefit from them. Again, you can message me at untraditionallytraditionalpod on Instagram. Um, And I will be back here on Friday with a new episode for y'all. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untraditionally Traditional. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with those special people who would love it too and write a review. For more tips and photos of my home and garden, follow Untraditionally Traditional Pod on Instagram. Until next week, let's continue to make our homes places of joy and service to ourselves and those we share them with.